Greetings in the name of Jesus. This is Rob Hames. This program is 15 Minutes with Jesus. Today, I want to ask you a question. Are you being changed? Let's turn to Romans 12, verse 1. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be you transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Let's turn to 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 17. Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Verse 18. But we all, with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror, the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image, from glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord. As we read the Bible, as we continue in God's Word, Jesus said, if you continue in my Word, you will be my disciple indeed, and you will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. He said, if you love me, keep my commandments. As we continue with Jesus, as we continue in his word, we are being changed. The word of God is powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, dividing asunder between the soul and the spirit and the joints and the marrow. And as a discerner of the thoughts and the intentions of the heart, as we continue in the word of God, we will be cleansed, we will be changed, we will be conformed more and more to the image of Jesus. Continuing in God's word, reading, meditating in it, the Holy Spirit is the teacher. He's going to give us understanding. He's going to lead us to do it every day as we humble ourselves and submit to the Word of God in every situation. We will overcome. We will be changed from glory to glory. Philippians 3, verse 7, But what things were gained to me, these I have counted loss for Christ. Yea, indeed, I count all things loss for the excellency of of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and count them as rubbish, that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having mine own righteousness, which is from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness which is from God by faith, that I may know him, and the power of his resurrection, and the fellowship of his sufferings, being conformed to his death, if by any means I may attain to the resurrection from the dead. Not that I have already attained or am already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Hebrews 5, verse 5. So also Christ did not glorify himself to become high priest, but he who said to him, You are my son, today I have begotten you, as he also says in another place, You are a priest forever, according to the order of Melchizedek, who in the days of his flesh, when he had offered up prayers and supplications with vehement cries and tears to him who was able to save him from death and was heard because of his godly fear. Though he was a son, 
yet learned he obedience by the things which he suffered. And having been perfected, he became the author of eternal salvation to all who obey him, called by God as high priest, according to the order of Melchizedek. Jesus was perfected through what he suffered. He never sinned, yet his soul was perfected through what he suffered. The Bible says that God saw the travail of his soul and was satisfied. In the Garden of Gethsemane, the Bible says his sweat was, became as great drops of blood. He prayed more earnestly, and he overcame. He said, Father, all things are possible. If it be your will, take this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. The Bible says he prayed that three different times until finally he overcame and he was ready to go to the cross. Hallelujah. 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 Jesus went to the cross. He bore our sins in his body. He died for our sins. He shed his blood to wash us and cleanse us from our sins. He was buried in a tomb and on the third day the Father raised him from the dead and he raised us with him. Amen. We might be born again in him. Receive him as our Lord and Savior, and he can begin this work in us. We can be changed from glory to glory into his image. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Romans 8, verse 15. For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ, if indeed we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified together. For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. We must suffer with Christ if we are to inherit the glory. Let's go to verse 28. And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are the called according to his purpose. For whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom he predestined, these he also called. Whom he called, these he also justified. And whom he justified, these he also glorified. What shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Whom he did foreknow, he also did predestine to be conformed to the image of his son. Brothers and sisters, we have been predestinated to be conformed to the image of God's Son, Jesus Christ. Do you believe that? Do you believe that you can be conformed to his image? That is God's purpose. That is God's will. And he will go about doing it if you will ask him. In Luke we read, Ask, and you shall receive. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened. The Bible says, He that seeks after righteousness shall be filled. Do you want this? Or do you want just to live a life of prosperity and health and go to heaven? Do you want to be conformed to the image of Jesus? Make no mistake, the carnal mind is enmity against God. If we walk after the flesh, we will not inherit the kingdom of God. 
We must suffer. We must put to death the deeds of our flesh through the Spirit and be conformed to the image of God's Son, that we may inherit his glory, that we may be joint heirs with Christ, that we may reign with him as kings and priests forever. We must be changed. Are you being changed? Jesus said he is the stone that the builders rejected. Let's turn there. Luke chapter 20. Hatuna kiose tona, protane kasatone kana, hotane kanaba sote kana, hio kanatone. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Praise God. I am God Almighty. My children, hearken unto the voice of my servant Rob this morning. Listen to him. These words I have given him, that you may be conformed to the image of my Son. You must seek. You must ask. You must knock. You must seek after me with all your heart. If you seek after me with all your heart, you will find me, says the Lord. I love you. I want to conform you to the image of my Son. Turn away from this world. Turn away from the things of this life. Turn unto me with all your heart. Draw nigh unto me, and I will draw nigh unto you, says the Lord. Hallelujah, Father. Amen. Hallelujah, Father. Amen. Hallelujah. Luke 20, verse 17. Then he looked at them and said, What then is this that is written? The stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. Whoever falls on that stone will be broken, but on whomever it falls, it will grind him to powder. When we fall on the rock, we will be broken, but it is for our good that God will lead us in these righteous paths to break us. Let's turn to Matthew 18, verse 1. At that time the disciples came to Jesus, saying, Who then is greatest in the kingdom of heaven? Then Jesus called a little child to him, set him in the midst of them, and said, Assuredly, I say to you, unless you are converted and become as little children, you will by no means enter the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, whoever humbles himself as this little child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Whoever receives one little child like this in my name receives me. Let's go to Luke 22. This is during the Last Supper. Verse 31, And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, indeed, Satan has asked for you, that he may sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for you, that your faith should not fail. And when you have returned to me, strengthen your brethren. But he said to him, Lord, I am ready to go with you both to prison and to death. Then he said, I tell you, Peter, the rooster shall not crow this day, before you will deny three times that you know me. Let's go to verse 54. This is when they came and arrested Jesus. Having arrested him, they led him and brought him into the high priest's house. But Peter followed at a distance. Now when they had kindled a fire in the midst of the courtyard and sat down together, Peter sat among them. And a certain servant girl, seeing him as he sat by the fire, looked intently at him and said, This man was also with him. But he denied him, saying, Woman, I do not know him. And after a little while another saw him and said, You also are of them. But Peter said, Man, I am not. Then, after about an hour had passed, another confidently affirmed, saying, Surely this fellow also was with him, for he is a Galilean. But Peter said, Man, I do not know what you are saying. Immediately, while he was still speaking, the rooster crowed, and the Lord turned and looked at Peter. Then Peter remembered the word of the Lord, 
how he had said to him, Before the rooster crows, you will deny me three times. So Peter went out and wept bitterly. Peter did not believe what Jesus said to him when he told him about this before it happened. Peter said, No, I'm ready to go with you to prison, even unto death. Jesus told him this would happen. So Peter did not know what was in his heart. He did not know that he would act like this. But God allowed Satan to sift Peter so that he could be converted. Jesus prayed for him that his faith did not fail, and he was changed. Let's go to John 21. Amen, Lord. This is when Jesus appeared to the disciples at the Sea of Galilee after he was risen from the dead. Verse 15, So when they had eaten breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me more than these? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, Feed my lambs. He said to him again a second time, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, Tend my sheep. He said to him the third time, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? Peter was grieved because he said to him the third time, Do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. Jesus said to him, Feed my sheep. Most assuredly, I say to you, when you were younger, you girded yourself and walked where you wished. But when you are old, you will stretch out your hands and another will gird you and carry you where you do not wish. This he spoke, signifying by what death he would glorify God. And when he had spoken this, he said to him, follow me. Brothers and sisters, this is what we need to do. Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice and they follow me. That's what we need to do. When we were young, when we were sinners, when we were rebellious, we did what we wanted. But now we must lay down our lives and follow Jesus. He said, greater love has no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. And Jesus laid down his life for us. We must lay down our lives for him. Lay down your life. Lay down your selfish desires. Lay down your goals for your life. And let your goal be to glorify God, to serve Him, to be conformed to the image of His Son. Let Him change you. He will not destroy you. In fact, your life will become better and better. You will have more peace, more grace, more love. The grace of God is abundant to bring you through these changes. Do not fear, for God will be with you, even unto death. Philippians 1, verse 6. He which has begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ.